Taste it. Hey, what's on your plate? Is it good? Is it great? Come on, don't hesitate. Sit on down with the Ambuja food aid. When you're cooking at home, wanna set the right tone? Just pick up the phone. Sit down, down with the Ambuja food aid. Good morning, good morning, St. Paul, Twin Cities, Minneapolis, everybody. Thank you so much, as always, for tuning in to the Unbougie Foodie. You know that I'm here every Saturday right at 10 a.m. Right here on WEQY 104.7, the voice of the East Side. Please take that moment or a few moments to grab your cup of coffee. Uh have that snack i don't know what do you have in the morning (laughs) whatever it is um again i'm appreciative of the chance that you take to sit down with me and listen to topics of food (laughs) because that's what this show is all about it's a food show (laughs) it's a wonderful saturday um it's dreary. I don't know. I'm no weather for, weatherman, of course, or meteorologist, but it's supposed to snow later on today. So get out there and do whatever it is that you need to do before the afternoon time, because that's when we're supposed to be having some some snow, I guess, from afternoon to tomorrow afternoon. Anyway, probably saw that on the news this morning. Oh, gosh, I, I just think of all the different opportunities that we have to get out and enjoy some type of food or whatever. Um, but the snow kind of prevents it. Well, with some folks, because some folks are really good about still getting out and doing activities in the snow. So uh, in the winter months, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Once again, let me just thank you for tuning in. Uh, remember that you can always follow me on Facebook, which is the Unbuji Foodie, uh, Instagram, which is the underscore Unbuji Foodie, Twitter uh, at Unbuji Foodie, and then if you're interested in maybe dropping me a line, uh, have some questions about the show, maybe you want to sponsor the show or something, feel free to get at me at the Unbuji Foodie at gmail.com. Um, I'll definitely uh, answer your questions or give you information on. Uh, if you're ever interested in sponsoring the show, which that is out there. So thank you. Um, also, let me invite you to visit my website, which is www.theunbougiefoodie.com, uh, where, uh, I've, as I've said many times before, you'll hear past episodes. Um, these are live shows, of course, that have been recorded and made available conveniently for you to listen to at your convenience. Um, but you know there are also you know some articles that I've written for a community newspaper. Um, you could read through those as well, and that's it on social media. But for right now, 
I would love for you to get an opportunity for us to chat uh, either online, well, on the air, I should say. That telephone number is 651-200-3479. Again, 651-200-3479. You know, I, I know this is a food show. And I, I am going to talk about food. Don't get me wrong. Um, I went out with um, a friend the other night to, and I've talked about Pimento Jamaican Kitchen. So if you've not been to Pimento Jamaican Kitchen, um, yeah, you're you're really missing out. That's that's all I could say. I mean, seriously. Um, yeah, I don't know how to, what else to tell you on that because, uh, yeah. Um, you, you have to have oxtail or the cocoa bread or the rice and beans. I mean, yeah. it's on 26th and Nicolette. You can't miss it, people. I mean, literally. Um, but I say that, and it's, of course, like I said, I mentioned it before. But I'm going to talk about, very briefly, very briefly, about adult beverages. See, Pimento Jamaican Kitchen, aside from having their their the restaurant itself, uh, a few months ago, quite a few months ago, maybe like, I don't know, uh, April, May, something like that, possibly, they created a rum bar. And yes, I know, this is a food show, I'm talking about food, but I just thought I'd, I really enjoyed the food the other night, and then went across the way um, to enjoy a, a, an adult beverage. And we're not going to go way into into it, but still, I wanted to share kind of an experience that I had, um, which was really cool because I don't, I'm trying to definitely share the experiences and let you be there if you would so if it means doing a video or doing an interview or whatnot um i try to do that this one was very unscripted uh so it wasn't like it was planned or that we knew it was actually going to happen anyway i ordered a beverage and i, I which i thought was going to be very awesome anyway um and in posting on my social media uh, it just so happened that the, <laughs> the the bartender was kind of paying attention <laughs> um i try to do these things very discreetly uh just you know to give my perspective and whatnot but anyway the drink was called it was a rude boy and the Rude Boy itself is my family and I, we have this drink that apparently we made up um, and it involves you know, orange juice, um, pineapple juice, um, tequila and rum. I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> um, specific types, of course. But when it came to this Rude Boy here at Pimento Jamaican Kitchen, uh, you basically are leaving the you're trusting the bartender to make a drink for you and they're not going to tell you what it is um, until they present it to you 
and it could be anything and i was like man okay i want to try this and he's like do you trust me i was like that's not a good question to ask someone that is but i said yes because i'm always you know trying new things and yeah so anyway uh i get to this story very quickly but um he made this drink and it's called the island bird and i i really just want to give you all an opportunity to i suppose hear what how he described it which i thought was very interesting and i was like okay all right um I really appreciate that he noticed that I was doing this and then said, hey, do you want me to walk you through it? But you'll hear that um, in the <laughs> in the video that I'm going to play for you. So. It's going to be very interesting, so I, I just want to kind of like. I'll cue that. It's described as being something that the bartenders create. So it's not what the rude boy that we're used to. So just so you know, uh, this particular rude boy, because it's a bartender's choice, is called. It is called. Got it. He corrected me. Which is an old tiki got, got it. So it is an island bird. The island bird. So, Cecil got the mashup. So, I can't tell you what's in this drink because I don't know, but basically, yeah, it's, it's a secret. Sorry. Mm. Huh? What? Can you? All right. The bartender's going to tell us what's in the island bird. Um, the, the traditional recipe for an island bird is uh, they only use black shrimp rum or dark rum. Okay. Um, and then it's uh, Campari. Which is one of the reasons I started messing about with it because it's it's Jamaican bar, Jamaican's love. Campari, yeah. Pineapple juice, lime juice, uh, simple syrup, shake and serve. Nice. Uh, That's the traditional one. My take on it, um, I've used rather, uh, I've used OFTD, which is a. 
overproof uh, rum from plantation. Okay. It's really strong. I've cut it down slightly because otherwise people would be drinking just a couple and they'd be And be dumb. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, so, uh, and I've done equal amounts of that, and rather than using Campari, I've used an Italian uh, bitter aperitif, it's okay. like Campari, okay. but I prefer to say something called Capoletti. Okay. Um, and I've done equal amounts of that, which I've never seen anyone do that with this particular drink. Uh, I'm not saying I'm groundbreaking, I've never seen anyone else do that. Um, and then pineapple juice, lime juice and simple syrup, and then I've also added in grapefruit juice. Okay. And then, uh, straight and serve. And okay. what I'm putting at the top here as a float is our in-house uh, Jamaican bitters blend. Nice. Which is uh, done by Dash Fire, local company. Uh, they do amazing Jamaican bitters. They've got number one and number two. They've done their own blend, especially for us. That's the only, you can only get that particular blend here. Right. Uh, of those quantities. So cool. Uh, and in, a, in the end, when it goes on the menu, there's also going to be a candied grapefruit slice. Nice. Uh, and then the, uh, these gummy mango sweets they, they sound weird but they're absolutely fantastic. that's alright though yeah. that's alright so that's what's in the drink when do you so. think that's going to actually be on the menu uh, or? that's all down to me at the moment uh, but um in the next few months. Okay. It be Not a problem. It's, 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 it's Don't worry, I won't hold you to it. <laughs> Thank you very much. I appreciate that. <laughs> so that was a little bit of a again, it was a total off moment uh type of I wouldn't even call it an interview or anything. It was just it was what it was. Uh that moment of him noticing that I was uh documenting the drink um but for those of you that you know everything can be done in moderation food having an adult beverage um, i don't really talk about adult beverages um really on the show and i just wanted to switch things up a little bit today <laughs> anyway um again everything done in moderation um yeah it's it's a food show so you could pair you know food with an adult beverage or whatnot but i want to give a huge shout out to the bartender his name is ben um ben thank you very much for just uh being willing to share that i'd say that your recipe or your uh for the island bird um at um, pimento jamaican kitchen the, their rum bar uh if you're uh, you're probably wondering okay well dang it um where is pimento jamaican kitchen if you've never been um, well, the one that I go to, and because there's another one that's opening up in uh, um, Keg and Case, this one is located on 20 at 2524 Nicolette Avenue, South Minneapolis. And again, I this is a place that I've talked about in the past, but I just wanted to share it was a different type of experience, um, that I wanted to share with you. Um, that I've gone there and I just thought it was really cool. I wanted to uh, share that moment, um, especially if you'd like to have a, a nice. Some folks might say, "Okay, that's kind of like a foo foo drink or whatever." But mm, if you are an individual that likes uh, adult beverages and specifically various types of rum, uh, you will definitely appreciate uh, Pimento's rum bar. Um, yeah, just. Be careful. <laughs> Everything must be done in moderation, <laughs> as always. Um, 
yeah so i hope you get an opportunity to get out there and maybe visit um, pimento and have have a drink say hello to ben uh ben if you're listening again shout out to you and to pimento um it's really cool when you're able to do that in a restaurant some places you can't really like videotape and so forth but that's why you do it very discreetly (laughs) and i guess i wasn't as discreet as i thought (laughs) anyway yeah huge shout out to pimento and um allowing us to just have that that interchange um and sharing that recipe now of course if you go there and you ask for a rude boy there's probably going to be it's possible that it could be a different bartender and he may have his own version of some other drink or rude boy that is there (laughs) but there are a variety of other um drinks that you can choose from um and I, I mentioned my friend Cecil was with me. Um, he had the mashup. I won't go into <laughs> all the ingredients in that. But then there was also um, a, a suffering Rasta and some other um, names that I'll reserve for you to find out. So if you want to find out what those are, definitely um, visit uh, pimentokitchen.com and um, just check out their website and me find out more about their drinks and the food specifically because yeah um the food yeah mm. y'all mm, just gotta say there's something about having oxtail oxtail that falls off the bone and it you can't go there and especially if you're a person that knows how to eat oxtail you can't go there and just leave a whole lot of meat and everything on the bone really you can't do that so don't feel embarrassed about picking up that bone and sucking that bone dry basically (laughs) i've done it many times (laughs) many times so anyway maybe to the embarrassment of maybe uh of my sister and Maybe my nephew, but hopefully not. Hopefully they appreciate uh, that being with the Unbuji Foodie and going out times like those, you will have these moments. So just saying, I hope you <laughs> you liked that. Um, yeah, that small bit of interview, if you would. You know, there is there's a new place that I'm not even familiar with. I've not been familiar with. Um, and I think maybe it just opened. Um, so I'll, I'll tell you about it. It's a St. Paul Tap Sports Bar and Gaming Company. Um, that's located at 825 um, Jefferson Avenue in St. Paul. And their website is St. Paul Tap. Which, you know, I'm like, I've never seen this before. Uh basically the reason why I'm bringing it up is that you you have an opportunity to kind of it's like a a place to have burgers and to have to do you know play games yeah it's it's yeah it's just it's interesting and it's on around west 7th I guess Anyway, Arcade Games, um, they opened their doors mid-November. Uh, they have it. It's really, a, they call it an entertainment haven. 
So there are modern games, classic video games, wall-to-wall um, -wall pinball. They have, you know, Jenga, giant Jenga. So, you know, go there and it's not tabletop. This is on the floor or whatever. Um, foosball, you know, so many different other things too, but it's a place where you can actually order food as well. So uh, the article that I was reading talked about um, well, you have your build your own burgers and they have like 50 games um, available. So it seems like it's going to be a place. I'm, I'm glad that some place like that is open in St. Paul because it uh, most of the time it seems like places like that. And I'm just going to use it as an example. Tilt. Um, they're over in Minneapolis. We need stuff like this over here in St. Paul. And who doesn't like to have, you know, build their own burger as well as having an opportunity to, I don't know, play a bunch of video games at the same time? Who doesn't? That sounds like a, a good date night or hanging out with friends. But basically, the uh, owner said he personally developed the menu uh, with a focus on build your own sandwiches. Um and he owns a number of local restaurants, Wild Bill Sports Saloon, uh, Smiling Moose, um, Babe's Music on Bar and Grill. And I love the fact that he says, you dream it, we build it. <laughs> um, but again, the different games that are um, available, um, you know, Frogger, Cubert, Mr. and Mrs. Pac-Man, Mario Brothers, Paperboy, just a bunch of other different games and just a place where you will have opportunity to hang out with friends, family. Um, and again, it is a sports bar, too. So you'll be able to also enjoy sporting events. Um, they have a number of televisions that are available. Uh, but for me, more importantly, it is about the food. Um, they don't go into very much detail. Um, yeah. But as to the type of burgers, I suppose. But uh, yeah, they are now going to, <laughs> you know, they'll, you'll have an opportunity to go there and build your own burger. So it's, I don't think it's like a menu. I haven't seen any type of menu or anything um, on there. So you could always check them out. Like I said, at stpaultap.com and find out more about them. You know, we have such a great, great individuals of color in our, in the food community. Um, I'm, I'm finding out, having conversations with, you know, and I'm not just talking about chefs. I'm talking about food writers, influencers, and so forth. And... It's exciting to have these conversations and being around these creative individuals. Um, one person, um, you know, you, if you have watched Iron Chef or um, soon to be watching uh, Top Chef season 16, Chef Justin Sutherland, local celebrity, <laughs> nation, national celebrity, basically, because, you know, who across the nation does not know about Iron Chef or about Top Chef? Come on now. Really? Anyway, 
this gentleman um, is, I just saw an article uh, about him taking over, gosh, a, a, a number of different uh, restaurants, and I don't want to get it wrong, but Oh, wow. You know, he, he has a, he has a restaurant, of course, in, in um, downtown or in lower town, I should say, um, Handsome Hog, but then also in Stillwater um, called Pearl and the Thief. And then, you know, he's a bit busy guy. He really, really is. Um, but he really does have a lot on his plate. But I was reading an article and gosh, I can't find the article now. I'm embarrassed by that. Um, well, I'll read you part of the information. It said that Justin and another individual, Pat Conroy, have been named managing partners of Madison Restaurant Group. Um, it's the hospitality outfit behind eight uh, St. Paul restaurants. There's Handsome Hog, Eagle Street, um, uh, Fitzgerald, Public Kitchen, Green Lantern, Oxcart, uh, Ox, uh, Ox Rooftop, and Grey Duck. Um, but it talked about him being, and please don't quote me <laughs> on this because I can't find that information, but it talked about him being the only or the first African-American in the Twin Cities um, that has that type of um, venture going on. And I, I really just want to like bring that out more to the community. You know, there are individuals out here that are doing things, people of color, people that you might think, uh, well, that you may not have heard of, um, but that's what this show is about so that you can help you share and find out about new individuals or new places to go and whatnot for Justin um, the nicest guy I really appreciate um, the food that he that they put together uh, and I'm going on and on and on about that but uh, I'm really trying to focus more on and talk more towards um, just individuals of color that are making a difference in the food industry, um, specifically in the Twin Cities. There are so many different articles that I've um, seen and read, and in the near future, you know, there will be other, I suppose, guests that it will be on that will share their experiences and what they would like to see uh, progressively in our communities as people of color and within the food community. Um, I'm excited to share those with you um, when you know, those have been scheduled and, and whatnot. Um, but people of color are really making a difference here in the Twin Cities. Uh, aside from just creating wonderful food, um, you know, I've talked many times about um, the different chefs uh, that are have been on the show. Um, chef DeMarco Cavill, um, and I will say Chef um, uh, DeBro. Um, gosh, Chef Lachelle Cunningham. Um, chef Jametta Raspberry. You know, I just mentioned Chef um, Justin. 
um, Sutherland, so many others, uh, and then food influencers like Mecca Boss, uh, that have are are bringing more attention and focus to people of color, uh, and that's what I want this show to also help. Um, I guess focus on and bring to your attention. Um, last week I talked about a subject. I will say that I wasn't heated about it, and I I think it was really interesting to talk about. It was something that got people talking. Uh, no, 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 not so much my comments, but just the topic itself. I know that many people were talking about it. Who actually is able to define? what food is good or is great or if it's from a horse stable you know that's especially when you're not of that ethnicity or part of that culture um i think it kind of incensed some people because they were very uncomfortable with the fact that um a certain individual or food influencer um, felt the need to say some things that were very, what seemed very demeaning. And again, that's, we're not going on a, a negative rant or anything. Uh, but again, that's the purpose of me talking about uh, people of color, African-Americans um, doing these wonderful things with cuisine. Individuals that have been marginalized should not have to deal with individuals that feel they can lord over others because of the opportunities that they have been that have been laid in their lap if you would um there are many that are working very 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 hard on their own to create their own success or their own wealth and you know, people of color, and I'm I'm gonna say, I'm I was talking about African Americans, of course, first, but I'm just saying anyone. I mean, you know, whether you're Hmong, Asian, um, uh, indigenous individuals, um, Latinos, uh, whatever, you know, many of these. Uh, ethnic groups or I will just lump them all together again people of color people that are non-white <laughs> um, they get marginalized and it comes down to the the cuisine as well but all of a sudden there is someone white that comes along and I guess makes it more as I would say more palatable <laughs> for those that maybe have never tried a, a specific type of cuisine and it then becomes the wonderful thing that this individual has brought to the community but prior to that individuals that or groups that have been doing that culturally for their cuisines uh it was always looked down upon um that that's in that's in our community unfortunately and even now uh just the fact that it was being said in the in 2018 i don't know 
what are your thoughts on that? I mean, do you have any type of opinion? And again, we're it's not a it's not a bashing or anything of that, but I'm just very curious because it's it's a topic that is being talked about really in the community quite a lot. Um, and even though you know there has been, I'm just gonna say a bit of backpedaling on what was actually said and the demeaning things uh, or phrases or whatnot. Um, still, you know, you can't take it back. It's already out there. But what do you all feel in the community? You know, I would love to hear your viewpoint on that. Um, again, if you have any thoughts uh, on that, that topic, um, give me a call here at 651-200-3479. Again, that number is 651-200-3479. I just want to, I would love to just find out about, you know, the community's thoughts. Because to talk about it amongst individuals that would be food influencers or whatever, the ones that really, I mean, we're affected by it too as well. But it's the individuals that are like, oh, that's a new place. I would like to go there. But does that affect how if someone says a comment about another person's cuisine, how it's presented or, or whatever, does that turn you off from going there? Um, what do you think about that person? It just, yeah, I would love to find out um, what your thought process is on that. Um, the phone lines are open. I always want to say that <laughs> the phone lines are open, but again, 651 Uh, I, within the community, um, there are, there are resources that we, that we have. And there was one that I learned of last night. I think it was called, hmm, I believe That's kind of weird. My. What was it? I think it was Eastside Resources. No, yeah. I think it was Eastside Resources. Yeah. That's that's what it was. Um, Eastside Resource Center. I wanted to uh, mention this because they um, and they are on Facebook. So definitely, as I just mentioned, Eastside Resource Center, they not only have uh, opportunities for individuals to if you may not have food, um, there are resources within the community that you can take advantage of and on their facebook page they um, noted that this weekend um, eastside resource center grocery share um, they'll be taking place uh, this sunday at 4 p.m and it states that all are welcome um, they'll have grocery offerings from um uh, well a very uh, very well-known um, grocer uh, and 
we really want to take advantage of the resources that we have uh, within the community. Um, they are offering food, but there are, again, it's uh, the East Side Resource Center. So there will be, there's also food, um, clothing that you could also you know, take advantage of as well uh, or utilize. Um, you know, they make it available especially during this time warm or when we need warm winter clothing, uh, they have, um, you know, opportunity for individuals such as yourself to go out and perhaps get a jacket or a sweater or something to make sure that you are taken care of, um, you know, for your family. But again, I wanted to uh, make mention of that, but let me tell you where and that is located. It is located at 1965 Sherwood Avenue East. Um, that is St. Paul, Minnesota 55119. Um, once again, that is 1965 uh, 1965 uh, Sherwood Avenue East, St. Paul, Minnesota 55119. Um, yeah, there. If you like, you could certainly contact them on Facebook. It, um, apparently they're very responsive in their messaging. Uh, but I saw that last night and I was, I was like, I really have to mention that on um, the show. Uh, and so once again, remember that they are going to be having um, a, a grocery share. I love how they say that too. It's a grocery share. Uh, it used to be referred to previously as Rebecca's Pantry, but it's taking place this Sunday at 4 p.m., and they're encouraging everyone, um, you know, to come. So just something that I felt, you know, was important. You know, if you know of a resource that is within, you know, your local area on the east side or in whatever neighborhood that you're located in, please feel free to, you know, share that information. If you'd like, you can um, contact you know, hit the radio station here. You could leave uh, a message on my Facebook page, the Ambuzi Foodie. Um, send me an email if you'd like. Uh, any information regarding food or any resource, actually, but specifically food, because we want to make sure that everyone in the, in your community and our community, um, you know, is taken care of. Um, they have food for their families, for themselves. And, and good, healthy food as well. It's not um, like uh, if you look on the Eastside Resource Center, um, their Facebook page, you could see, uh, I guess, an example of the different types of foods or, um, you know, that are available. And, you know, of course, you know, there's cereals and, and canned goods and so forth. But um, you, you never it's not like, OK, this is fast food. We are trying to be. I don't want to say health conscious, but making food, making sure that food is available uh, and healthy food, um, nutritious food for families. And, you know, again, like I said, make sure that you're taking advantage of that if you find yourself or if you know of a friend or a neighbor, give them that resource or give them that information um, so that they uh, can take advantage of it. Um, again, just once again, just to give you the information where it's located, 1965 Sherwood Avenue East, St. Paul, Minnesota, 55119. 
Um, you can also give them a call too, uh, 952-679-6327. So, hey, shout out to Eastside uh, Resource Center. Uh, thank you for being in the community and uh, making uh, these opportunities available for individuals to ensure that they have food for their families and enough to eat. I am I'm looking forward to I, I talk about the cold and everything and how difficult it can be. Um, and I'm trying to do more. Uh, getting out there and doing things rather than being inside my home or where I live uh, and uh, I don't know not really being active because it's too cold yes there are some times where yes it's going to be to the level of I'm not going anywhere I want to stay inside the warmth of my home um, but two reasons I can't do that one I have a dog and two you find yourself getting into uh, a depressed state sort of um, yeah vitamin D taking vitamin D is really great um, it helps with um, that mood um, I believe it's seasonal what is it called again it called again it's called sad i just want to make sure that i'm giving that to you no 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 that's not what i'm looking for ah there it is seasonal affective disorder um and if you're not familiar with that again it's called sad seasonal affective disorder it, it's a mood disorder that's uh, people that have normal mental health throughout most of the year um all of a sudden, you know, during certain seasons, um, their mood becomes one of that's depressive. Uh, and it really is a type of depression, um, you know, it relates to changes in the seasons and it begins and ends about the same time every year. Admittedly, at first, when I first moved here, I did not realize what was going on i had that was what 10 years ago i didn't realize why i was in the mood that i was in and i couldn't figure it out for anything um even the friends that i you know developed during the time that i had, had started uh, you know my residency here it was they were trying to help me get out of it and you know let's go here let's do this let's do that or whatever but i did not realize how effective that uh, disorder kind of like hit me <laughs> so again uh, seasonal affective disorder it's important to get out and do things and i know at the top of the hour i was like well the snow kind of prevents people from doing things. Yes, I had that mentality myself. It's a little bit of personal revelation. Um, but then at the same time, understanding that it is important to get out um, and do things. Bundle up. Take that scarf, that hat, or whatever. And uh, get out there and do stuff, especially with food. So I, I'm saying all of that because I'm trying to think of ways in which to 
continue to be active even during the winter months. Um, I feel like I need to get together with friends and start doing soups and chilies and, and things like that. And, you know, I've talked about it in the past. We're all busy. Um, but, you know, it's important for us to take time to be with um, friends and family, to do things. Uh, and when it comes down to food, you know, I've always said it, food brings people together. And it doesn't even have to be anything really elaborate. Um, I know I mentioned soups and chilies. The chili can be a little bit elaborate or whatever, but you it could be probably, I don't know, something as let's create, I don't know, let's bake a cake. Let's do some cookies or let's, you know, someone bring one ingredient or, in, we'll, or one dish and we'll make this, have this dinner or whatever, whatever the case is. It's important to get out and do things. Um, and I, I am going to take my own advice this season because it's it started. And even though you can take supplements to kind of counteract that, still, it doesn't totally go away. So getting out there with me, it's getting out and doing things more food related. So I, I'm looking forward to doing some type of a cooking class or going over a friend's house and watching them make a meal or participate with them in making a meal. I haven't cooked for my friends in quite a while, so um, this is probably the best time for me to actually do that. Because um, when you live alone, and even though I have a dog, I love him, um, you need that human interaction. Um, yeah. So I'm putting that out there, friends, family. <laughs> we need to do stuff with food <laughs> this season because I do not plan to have sad or be affected by seasonal affective disorder. I am going to make it a point to do things. And so if there's anybody out that's out there that has, even if it is a new restaurant uh, or a new recipe that you want to try, my hand is raised here in the studio, um, just letting you know that I am all for supporting you and going and for us to do stuff like that together. So it's, I'm just putting it out there. And anybody that's listening to, that's not just for my family and friends. If you are an individual or a restaurant or whatnot, and maybe you would like to <laughs> sponsor someone or, hey, if you have a taste testing or something, uh, a tasting that you'd like a few individuals to come and taste a, a dish or two that you've created, there are individuals here in the community, the Unbushy Foodie. <laughs> That's a bad plug. <laughs> uh, but we're out here, uh, you know, we're here to help. <laughs> Um, this has been a very goofy morning. I admit that. It really has been. Um, yeah. So I, I hope you have still had enough coffee or maybe you've gotten that second cup or uh, you're going to have, I don't know, a croissant or something along with that. Um, maybe because it's been goofy because I haven't had any breakfast. 
and somehow or another my voice is changing on air um so i feel i'm gonna have to go out and get some breakfast um because something's happening <laughs> mental wise i'm not sure what's going on um but anyway um I really want to give uh, a shout out to, you know, I had an opportunity to go to Mama Sheila's mm. and I don't know if you, if anyone's been to Mama Sheila's, Mama Sheila's. Um, Mama Sheila's Soul Food Kitchen. Uh, they are they are located at 3744 Bloomington Avenue. Yeah, very unassuming place, but when you step inside, total totally takes you off guard. Um, the restaurant is a buffet style, or is a buffet restaurant if you would um and they do offer lunch but specifically i mean we went there for more of a i guess a lunch sort of but they offer a wide variety of different um foods uh, or dishes let me put it that way not foods dishes um collard greens um with turkey uh meatloaf candied yams chicken wings jerk chicken rice and beans yeah they're rice and beans I was like hmm this rice and beans this rice and beans or their rice and beans were on point and then there were candy yams there were so many other things that was just amazing <laughs> was good um, I think there was one thing that was i didn't think it was horrible i thought it was i guess very different um they had mac and cheese that was i suppose heavy on more cheese than the mac no it was more heavy on the type of cheese and this is not a knock on on them too because you know people do their mac and cheese a bit differently but um all the other stuff I, you know, that I had, and there was a lot of things too. There was spaghetti, there was smothered chicken. I'm just naming these things, not to say that I've had them all because I have not. I will say that I would have probably rolled myself out of the restaurant if that were the case. But uh, yeah, this, I'm on there. I'm on their website right now, mamashilas.com, and they had ribs and meatloaf and just, you know, it's y'all, you have to go there to really understand. Um, you just have to. I, I really would encourage you to go and visit Mama Sheila's. Um, definitely go to their website. You could find out they have the different sections of their website. You know, there's our menu and then, of course, the buffet menu. Oh, um, interesting. Um, I'm just going to say 
Mama Sheila's. <laughs> I went to your buffet menu and unless it was just my computer. I don't know. But the website is it does work. <laughs> I don't know. I think maybe it was my computer, maybe it was the server. Um, but you could definitely see the items that they serve on their menu under um, our menu area. Uh, again, that's located at 3744 Bloomington Avenue. That's south, so south Minneapolis. Um, and they did, they opened May uh, 2017. Um, I had not really, well, you know, I, I think it may have been later because when we went there this past Sunday, um, I'll, 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 I'll elevate the individual that I spoke to, the maitre d', <laughs> the, the person that was working as a cashier. Um, he said that they were open maybe just like three or four months ago. So that was not... Um, <laughs> may 2017 maybe he maybe there's a mistake on the website i don't know with the, with the date maybe he meant maybe they meant opens may um 2018 but um yeah uh it wasn't so much that they were getting their bearings uh you know they admittedly the gentleman at the counter admittedly said yeah you know we're we're still working on things and so I got to say that the things that they were offering, I, I enjoyed, uh, there's a lot of stuff. Uh, and I, I, even though there is a lot of stuff, you know how some restaurants, they could put too much stuff on in a menu, um, and cause the quality to on certain days to swing or drop or whatever. I think all the things that they have on their menu are it, it's sufficient. I don't think maybe they should really add anything more. That's not to say that that's what they're planning to do. I'm just saying that what they have right now, it is a lot of items. I mean, items that you can that would really satisfy pretty much anyone. Um, I did notice something that. I had that was not that's not on the menu here that they have listed was their uh their cabbage gosh that cabbage was so good I'm telling you mm. you you just have to go there you have to understand uh and it's very unassuming from the outside but when you go inside i think you're be pleasantly surprised i mean the atmosphere people seem really nice and helpful and gosh we were we were we were a large we were a loud bunch <laughs> um but we were we were talking not loud in the sense of boisterous and so forth but we were there were a lot of people talking and so forth and they were just very nice about coming and asking you know can they clear our plates and do we need anything else drink whatnot i really liked it um, I know that everyone has their own opinion about certain things. And I feel kind of bad because when we first got there, um, the same individual at the counter was saying that, you know, someone or one or two people had given them bad reviews or whatnot. Well, I think with any restaurant, you're not always going to be able to please everyone. Uh, and 
you know, and maybe even the types of food that are going to be offered. Um, somebody is probably used to having cornbread a certain type of way or their mac and cheese a certain type of way. Well, this is not the same thing as how my grandmother used to do it or this is not real. Yeah, I I enjoyed it. You have to go there to make your own determination. I would encourage you to go there <laughs> and and to visit. Um, I don't see and they have it. I know they have it, but it's not on the menu as a picture or whatever, because I'm looking. I keep scrolling back up and down on the pictures and everything to see what have I missed that I need to tell people about um, their cornbread. Now, I'm going to admittedly say even though they offer cornbread, I think it's more corn cake. But that's just me. <laughs> so I'm just saying, you know, you'll have to go there and, and try because it, it was a bit sweet um, and not overly sweet, like really sugary. But you could de definitely tell that this is not your standard cornbread. Uh, but I enjoyed it, though, because, I mean, it was a nice, it's nice. I don't know the height on the. <laughs> I want to talk about the height of the corn cornbread or corn cake or whatever but it had a nice height it was moist it was it had a great flavor but you know so, some folks are like this is not cornbread this is not cornbread this is some kind of cake well hey different strokes for different folks just you know hey that silence there means that we're coming to the top of the hour and the end of the show <laughs> but never fear you'll have an opportunity to either catch up if you didn't have a chance to hear uh, this week's episode um, and any other past episodes as well you know I really want to always thank listeners out there internet users especially as well you know, thank you so much for tuning in on the TuneIn app or uh, going to TuneIn.com to listen to the show. Remember that you could do that live and you can still call in. So as I end every show, uh, I want to encourage you never to let anyone tell you what type of food you need to be because really it is all about the food. Until next week at 10 a.m. right here on WEQY. Peace, folks. Foodie.